Hey, and welcome back again to Derek the Douche's podcast. This is episode 22, guys. I'm happy you're still tuning in. I really appreciate every single one of you guys. So what are we going to talk about today? Hmm, let's see. What's on my mind? Well, I've already addressed the fact that I will not be trying... Well, I'll try not to talk about the upcoming events that have been happening, like the riots and all that. It's really not my place to talk about. Um, I haven't been following it actually up until recently because I uh, I just didn't really care enough until it hit home plate. So I guess last night they hit Providence, Rhode Island pretty bad. Um, they ran inside the Providence Place Mall and destroyed the place. And uh, now they're tra- they were trying to do the same thing in Warwick as well at the uh, Warwick Mall in Rhode Island. And... Um, yeah, it didn't really work out too well for them. They got a lot of helicopters out there. They got a lot of Army, National... I'm sorry, they got the National Guard out there, not the Army. Um, what else do they have out there? A lot of state troopers, a lot of police officers. There's a lot of uh, civilians, actually, out there with their plow trucks <clears throat> and um, other types of vehicles uh, blocking the entrances uh, to actually help uh, cooperate with the with the cops and the state troopers and the National Guard. And they're actually holding up signs that say, um, defend Warwick, Warwick. So that's pretty interesting because most people around here don't band together that much. So I think it's really good to see the community come together. I think it's really good that there is some positive things going on, even though there's a lot of shitty things going on at the same time, that there's a lot of positive things coming uh, through the cracks into the light because a lot of people are coming together now. And a lot of people are realizing that there's a lot of fucked up things going on in the world today. And that there's really not much that we can do about it individually. But if we all band together, we could make some sort of change. And um, that's something that we should all focus on. We should all focus on trying to change our futures, uh, our, our future for the better for our children's sake and for their children's sake as well. I have a niece and nephew, uh, you know, and it gets me kind of worried when I think about them in the times that we're all going through right now and they're experiencing, I mean, my nephew's 10 and my niece is five. Um, it's kind of scary that they have to, you know, my niece doesn't really get what's going on cause she's so young, but my nephew, like I said, he's 10, he understands what's going on. And, um, to just see for him to have to like stop playing baseball. He loves baseball. And I mean, this kid's phenomenal at it. And to see him have to stop playing hockey, which he's become really good at too, as well, uh, it's just, it's crushing, you know? And that's just, to me, I can't imagine how that kid feels. Um, Can you imagine just going from seeing your friends every single day as a child, you know, to just being told you can't hang out with your friends anymore? And not for any nefarious reasons, but just because everyone has to be safe right now. Between the COVID-19 and all these riots and all that, uh... It's just craziness, and what do we expect? Uh, Every time you turn on the news, all you see is negative things. Every time you turn on the news, it's this cop shot this guy, this person robbed that guy, this person got killed. Um, Just a a bunch of negative stuff, you know? And from all all around the world at that, like, why can't they just report on some positive things? I'm sure, like... 100 people today probably beat some form of cancer that they had. Or I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of women who told that they could never 
conceive a child, conceived one, and finally got pregnant for the first time, and they've been trying really hard to. There's so many other circumstances that are going on in life that are actually really good and positive that the media never sheds any light on, and it's really sad. Um, I know I just started the podcast off saying that I wasn't going to speak on these things, but now that I'm saying it out loud, I think that some of it needs to be said. Uh, There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now that's a lot of bad, and there's also a lot of good. And like I was just saying to get back to my previous point is, there's plenty of good things going on in the world where the media doesn't report on it, and I don't understand it. It's, I have I can't remember a time where I've turned on the TV, put the news on, and just saw something positive. I really I really don't. And even if there is something positive that they play in the news, it's a 10-second clip, and then they put all their other time into what I feel like is dividing us as a as people. Uh, as a country, you know, it's it's kind of ridiculous that the news gets away with what they get away with. I mean, you could literally put on three, you could set up three or four different TVs, or four, just to make it an even number, and you can throw on just a bunch of different news stations that are talking about the same topic, and they'll all give you different information. And it makes really no real sense, because what does that accomplish? It doesn't really accomplish anything other than the fact that we now as civilians and as individuals have to go and do the research ourselves. So we have to find out what the truth is. But how do you find it, find out what the truth is? You kind of have to land in a gray area, right? So you have to do your research on everything that they say. Every kind of number they give you statistic-wise, you kind of got to double-check and find out where where did they get these numbers from. Um I don't know where they get these numbers from. I don't do any sort of research on things like that because it just doesn't really interest me. But now that I'm getting older, I'm realizing that my priorities should start changing and I should be more interested in the news and what's going on in the real world because it does affect me. Because I'm seeing, like I mentioned before, what it's doing to my niece and nephew. And um, luckily, not luckily, but I don't have kids. So right now it is kind of lucky for me because I wouldn't want my kids to really experience this. I wouldn't want my kids to be told that they can't go see their friends or that uh, they've been working so hard. And, you know, so actually not even kids. There's, there's adults who couldn't even graduate high school, who couldn't even uh, walk the stage in high school when they got their diploma or when they graduated from college. It's ridiculous, especially the college thing. I mean, could you imagine spending hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever the case is for the average person who attends college, I think the average is like 128000 over the course of a four-year bachelor's degree program, depending on, you know, like what you're studying and stuff, obviously. But I think the average cost for a bachelor's degree program is around $128,000. But that's an easy thing you guys can double-check. I'm just throwing a number out there that I believe I had seen in the past. Anyway, back to my point. Back to my point, which I was saying was, you know, I feel bad for these people who are spending, especially the people in college, spending all this money to um to graduate, to do it, you know, to get a degree in something that they love, only to be told, hey, you can't walk the stage. Now, granted, that's not what you pay for <clears throat> to walk the stage, per se, but it's an experience, an experience that you deserve. It's a proud moment in everyone's life that exper- that goes through the whole college um, courses and the whole shebang with going to college. 
it's just an experience you get robbed of and there's no way that they can there's no price on an experience like that that they can reimburse you for they can't say oh hey i mean they could kick you back like twenty five thousand, right that'd be pretty cool uh, wipe out some of your debt that'd be really nice but realistically when you talk about living a full life and you look back at your life when you say 70 years old that's an experience you really want to have and it's it's an experience that you were earned but robbed of and it all ties back into the whole media giving us misinformation because if they could actually just be accurate for once and tell us what you know what the real deal is and give us real honest facts then things could change because people wouldn't argue and fight so much if you really think about it people democratic republic can whatever they are doesn't matter um we all get our information from one source of the news or, or another via going on the internet, listening to it on the uh, on the on TV or on the radio when you're driving into work. We all get our information from somewhere. But the thing is, is everyone gets different information. So when they argue their point to to you, right? If you're arguing against them, you might say they're stupid, or you might say that they make no sense in what they're talking about, and then you rebuttal with your comments, your in your, you know, statements and facts and whatever you might have to say back to them, based off of what you heard, um, on the in media or what you've done research on yourself, and again, it just ties back to where are you getting your information from? How do you know that the information is accurate and reliable? And then also, if your information is inaccurate and not reliable, it doesn't make you stupid. I mean, you obviously did the your part of the research. But for some reason, uh, it was just misinformation. And it wasn't like you collected all the, all the data yourself, right? You didn't go out into the field and do all these studies. So you're trusting the word of other people, uh, other people who lie and scheme to either get better ratings, better numbers, uh, bigger paycheck, a uh, higher uh, audience, right? A bigger audience because that's what everyone needs right now is a bigger audience, especially with podcasting. Um the key thing is to have a big audience because that's how that's how you make your money, and um, new stations wouldn't be open if they didn't have a big viewing. So I don't understand. I guess that would that would be one of the main reasons. Now that I said out loud that every new station is gonna have different information so that they can keep you kind of looped in, depending on what your view is. Uh, I like again though. I think it's just crazy. I don't understand how news stations even are employed still with all the lies that they spread. And again, it doesn't matter what side you're on politically because each side lies, and we can all agree on that. And there's, I'm not saying one side lies more than the other, or anything like that. I'm just saying both. You know, both sides lie. Both sides of the coin do the same wrong. And they both point the fingers at each other as if they didn't do the same thing. What's the saying? Don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Well, <laughs> we live all live in a glass house, so we shouldn't throw stones. But kind of to tie up what I was saying too about misinformation, it's why a lot of us have disagreements. It's why a lot of us have... That's why there's a divide. Because it's not people with the correct information to make certain judgment calls or to have certain opinions on certain topics because again you're not given the right information to talk about these things so it's even hard for me to research things sometimes because what's the source coming from and what's the source's view does that view have 
a particular agenda it's trying to push or a message it's trying to get out there rather than put out the facts. So it's really hard to trust in anybody nowadays because it seems like everybody has their own agenda, per se. Um, I can't, you know, I've watched the news a hundred times and like, like I was trying to say earlier, you could put four different TVs up <clears throat> and put four different news stations on and they're all gonna, you know, they're on the same topic but they're all giving you completely different information. Completely different information. For what reason, I don't know. And I think it's to keep us divided. It's to keep us hating each other because they know once we stand up and, and kind of like unite together, uh, you, then they know that it's all over for them. There's no more controlling us. There's no more telling us what to do. You know, I mean, we get taken advantage of as civilians a lot. It's kind of ridicu ridiculous what they get away with and what we allow them to get away with. But what we shouldn't do anymore is stand down. Um, I think we really all need to pull together in this time of crisis and COVID. Like, we're getting hit with COVID and riots right now at the same time. That's nuts. Like, not only do we have to deal with the fallout of COVID, right, guys? We also have to now deal with the fallout of this um, riot because all the damage that they do to their own hometown. Like, this is another crazy thing. Like, all the damages that have been done in these riots, regardless if it's in my hometown or not, it's all from people from their own town. So, I don't understand what they're accomplishing. I understand what you accomplish with a peaceful protest. You get a point across and you get to raise awareness on a particular topic, regardless of what is going on in the media at that time. A peace, peaceful protest is always the way to go because I feel like that's the way to get the message out. But when you start destroying and looting things, you're not you're not protesting anymore. You're being hoodlums, right? You're, you're being bad civilians. You're being, you should be locked up. And it's crazy. I, I, I woke up, I think, yesterday at like 2 or 3 in the morning to take a piss. Um, at 30 years old, right? Guys already doing that shit. That's not good. So wait till I'm 50. I'm going to be pissing my fucking pants. I can already tell. <laughs> anyway, though, <laughs> my back to my point at hand, I wake up at like two, three in the morning to go take a piss. And, uh, you know, I check my Facebook and I see this live feed and I'm like, you know, I'm kind of curious. So I click it. And when I click it, I notice it's, um, it's the riots going down in Providence, Rhode Island. And you wouldn't think anything of it because you always just watch on the media and, or at least for me, and I scoff at it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, imagine if that happened around here, how crazy that shit would be. And it finally happened around here in my lifetime. While I'm a young adult, while I'm only 30 years old, this shit happened. So, one, I'm happy it's happening while I can physically defend myself if it ever came to neighborhoods and not like cities and like big businesses. I'm happy I can like, if or if I had to run away, I could run away physically. That's good too. Because not everything is a fighting moment, right? You don't always have to be a tough guy in a moment. It's okay to run away from an altercation that might be out of your hands that you can't control. Especially when we're specifically talking about like riots and, you know, shit like that. That kind of violence. I'm not talking about like one-on-ones. That's a different thing. But anyway. Yeah, so that's another crazy thing. Like this has happened in my lifetime. And right now they're talking, they would, they hit Providence. So that's like 10, 12 miles from where I live. And then right now they have the air national God. I'm sorry, not the air national God. I keep messing that up. I apologize. The national God, they have, um, state troopers and they have the police force and random civilians out helping, uh, defend big businesses like the mall and other locations that, 
that I've seen, like, driving up and down Bald Hill Road. And one, a couple of guys are holding up things, signs saying, defend Warwick, defend Warwick. And that's awesome, you know? That's really good. So we see that, and that kind of gives us hope a little bit. And then you see the mall in the background after you look past those guys and you see like Humvees and you see a lot of, like I said, state troopers actually talking to the Rhode Island, uh, I'm sorry, to the war cops. And uh, anyone that knows anything about cops, usually state troopers in whatever town they're in, regular cops, whether it be Warwick, Warren, or any town in any state, usually the state troopers don't get along with whatever town police officer they're with. They just don't mesh. For whatever reason, they bump heads. Whose dick is bigger? It's like a you know a dick measuring contest, basically, with, with uh, police departments. So, anyway, it's nice to see them get along and build a better bond and a better friendship amongst each other because, you know, you guys are... You guys all wear the same shield, and you guys are all basically doing the same thing, in a sense, as far as being a police officer and protecting and serving. So it's nice just to see everyone get along, which is another thing that we should quickly touch on. Uh, we should we should really learn to respect cops more. I know um, right now it's kind of tough to say that because of what just happened, but don't let one rotten apple ruin the whole batch. I mean, there's a lot more good cops than there are bad cops. And again, that kind of loops back to the whole media thing. If they actually covered better stories and, and they gave us better news coverage... There is probably a thousand, ten thousand more cops that did something tremendous that same day that that one asshole did something. That one piece of shit cocksucker fucking did something. All right, there's no condoning what that what that guy did, and he's gonna get his regardless. So that goes without saying. And uh, you know, not all cops are really bad people. A lot of cops have a family just like some of you listeners have families and they have to get home at the end of the day to their family to their son to their daughter to their twins whatever the case may be they need to get home at the end of the day they're doing their job a lot of people can sit there and point their fingers as much as they want but you guys don't have most of you don't have a job where you're dealing with confrontational people all day that are acting violent or have no respect for you to begin with. So immediately when you show up on a scene, they start talking disrespectfully to you. They start just treating you like less than a human. They treat you like shit. They treat you worse than they would treat a dog they don't like. All because of how the media actually portrays police. Not because they actually had these personal encounters with them 50 times. Not usually 50 times where... They actually had all bad experiences. I mean, I've had bad experiences with police, and I've had really good ones. I have honestly had more bad experiences with them, though. But that's, looking back at the situations, that's my own fault for doing stupid things, for talking disrespectfully because I had friends in the car or something I was trying to show off, whatever the case may be. Like, swallow your pride, show some respect, you know, stop being a little fucking shithead when they ask you for your ID, take into account, you know, they could be looking for somebody who just got done raping and murdering some poor girl down the road and because they're not checking an ID, he might slip through the cracks. You guys need to take that into account. You don't know why the cops are asking for your ID. You don't need to fucking know. If you're not doing anything wrong, give the cop your ID. Go about your day. All right? He's just going to run your name and that's it. Because if you have a warrant or you did something heinous and you got away with it and you're wanted in a different county or something, it fucking shows up. And you know what? Hey, 
You should be happy because say he locks up a guy like that, someone out there, that was someone's brother's little sister that got raped and murdered. So you need to take shit like that into account, people. You can't just disrespect police just because the media wants to make it seem like there's a whole shitload of racist white cops when there's not. There's really not. The media needs to cut this shit. It needs to get its fucking shit together. This needs to be somebody who moderates them and, and like, finds or and or punishes them when they put out conflicting sources that cause uproars in the public that make people fight, argue, and riot like they are now. Again, it's terrible what happened. But there are plenty of good cops out there. There are plenty of good cops out there. And there are plenty of shitty ones out there. But there are a lot, 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 lot more good ones than there are bad ones. There truly are. There truly are. So... I know I said I wouldn't touch on the topic, and I didn't even mean to, guys, but I kind of feel like I, I had to. I, th- I feel like I had to get it out there. But before I sign off, I do just want to wrap it up by saying the media sucks. It's not anybody's fault out there if you have the wrong information per se. You're going off of what you're supposed to be able to trust that's getting broadcasted all over the, the USA and, and, and in some cases the world. So... It's not our fault for necessarily having wrong information. It's kind of their fault. It's our fault for trusting in people, and to, it's our fault to an extent. Like you got to take fault in, in your own, um, you know, or in your in your own mistakes and fuck ups. Not everyone's right all the time, but again, a lot of us that are wrong, we go off of things that we're told by the media. And not everybody has the time to sit on a computer for five hours a day and research every little thing that's being told to us. So we have to usually learn to take things, um, take people at their word for what they say because we have to learn to trust people. But it sucks that the media divides us. The media is the whole reason why there's so much hate in the world because all the media does is report on negative stuff. There's so much positive stuff going on in the world, guys. I'm telling you, there's probably... 500,000 people that beat some form of cancer today. There's probably 100,000 or more like great births that expected to go bad went really good or something. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people who woke up from a coma today. I'm sure there's a lot of people who suffered a terrible car accident, survived with no brain trauma, and is able to go back home to their family. That's a good story. I mean, even though it's a shitty car accident, no one died. But guess what? He's okay, and he goes back to his family. But no, instead they'll report on the amount of damage it does um, and just all negative stuff. Just, you know, that's it. They just report on negative stuff. So, guys, you know, just remember to, to like, not love each other. I would never fucking say that. But respect each other and understand that it's really no one's fault most of the time. You can tell when someone's uneducated. You can tell when someone's not doing the research just by speaking to them. So if you're speaking to someone that is slightly intelligent and what seems to be using facts from their point of view, understand that they're just going off of what was told to them by the media or what they found on a website. And you just happen to not click that website that he clicked. If you had clicked the same website he clicked, you would have the same information that he's spewing out at you. And then if you didn't agree with that information that you just read, you would go to a different source. So basically you would actually hunt around the internet till you found something that agreed with you. And then you would probably post that up as your counter argument. So it's, we need to just relax. All right, guys, take a fucking chill pill. 
pack a bowl, take a hit, smoke some weed. You know, it's, stop trying to jump down everybody's throat. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> you know, stop being fucking little pricks. I don't get it. But I appreciate everyone who stopped in to listen today. This is Derek to do signing off. And have a great day. And stay safe out there on the riots, guys, because this shit's getting a little nuts. All right? Later. <laughs> well, power of the internet, people. I did a quick fact check on what I claimed for the average cost of college. <laughs> that was way off. So I looked at, again, This is I guess I shouldn't have guessed. I should have looked, but I didn't know I was going to talk about this stuff. I was just trying to continue the conversation. But anyway, uh, the average cost of a FOIA bachelor's degree seems to be anywhere between... Uh, I think it said like $9,000 and $32,000. So that's actually not that bad. I don't know what everyone's complaining about. So I actually had to add this in there. It's going to be at the end of the podcast. So <laughs> enjoy, guys. But this is me just admitting I was wrong. And that's part of being an adult. So fuck you guys.